Hello, and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castillo. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again, so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Praise the Lord. This is Bishop Joseph Castillo. I am in Gland, Switzerland, with Charlie Lamento, one of the premier human rights lawyers from America, but but working and living here in Europe, serving and working on behalf of women and children, and, and, and just those who are uh, vulnerable and cannot help or defend themselves, right here in the United Nations. He's based in Prague, and not only is he a friend and a brother in the Lord, but he's also my instructor and the instructor of others who are in government in different countries of the world. He's here training us on how to make a difference in law through government, through legislation, through law, through policy. And I'm excited to bring him with you today. We're going to do several episodes. We might even do a TV uh, broadcast together, one or two. Uh, down at the Human Rights Council of the United Nations right? Yeah, next week. But today I just want to give you an introduction on podcast. Welcome, Charlie. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are today? Like who you are, what are you doing? Introduce yourself, please. Thank you, Joe. It's really great to, to be talking with you about this. You know, I, I, have, I have a very, you know, my passion really is to protect women and children. And really, I guess the bigger picture is, you know, those who cannot defend themselves. I was a former prosecutor and uh, had been pro prosecuting sex crimes. And in 2007, I decided to sell everything, really, and to move to Europe and kind of focus on the international stage, uh, you know, only on this issue. I feel like there are so many people in these developing countries that we're dealing with that they don't have the education, don't have the knowledge that we have. And I think that is that is what we're supposed to do as Christians is to go out and, yes, we're, we're drawing people to Jesus Christ, but at the same time, you know, justice is there. Our God is a God of justice. And so, you know, that's, that's, really, what, that's really what the good Lord has called me to do. So I am in the center of God's will by doing that. And so move, you know, now living here in Geneva, Gosh, to me, I mean, as a lawyer, it's like a child in a candy store because this is where all the international law, most of it, is that is being created. Now, it's true the UN, uh, the UN in Vienna, Austria. There's UN, there's UN complexes in UN Vienna, Austria, Geneva, Switzerland, New York, uh, Adidas, Ethiopia, I think, and uh, Nairobi, Kenya. So there's the five different complexes, specifically Vienna, Austria. The UN there really focuses on organized crime, corruption, and human trafficking. But human rights overall is really the formation, refugees and, and such, is happening here in Geneva. And you were today here in, uh, in Geneva at the Human Rights uh, Council of the UN. And what was happening today? You mentioned there was different vendors and different things going on. 
Yes, and this is the 41st, I believe the 41st session of the Human Rights Council. And I think what's interesting about this is it's quite controversial. You know that the United States backed out of, in fact, we, we walked away from it last year because we pretty much said there's a lot of hypocrisy there and we're not going to spend our money, taxpayers' money, on something that doesn't seem to be working. So there is partially some contradictions that are going on there. At the other, the other side of the coin, now that we're here, is there are some good things happening. So, you know, we as Christians, right, Jesus Christ came back not for the, the righteous and, the, and people that are good. He came back for the people that need him. And so, therefore, we're called to this circle, this circle to be influencing policy in, in all aspects. And it's true, international policy affects our national policy, our domestic policy, if you will, more than the average person probably thinks. Wow. So, so, so there's relevancy and there's a reason and motivation why we're going to this. So I, you know, you being a you being a part of the human rights, you know, the international law, kind of showing you even as a pastor, as an international business person, on how this works, what to look out for, the pitfalls, shall we say, that are there. Um, you know, we visited with many leaders from developing countries this past week at the GILPP conference here in Geneva. So yeah. these are the people that are that are desperate for information, desperate for credible leaders and guidance so that they can get the needs met. So, and, and we're all about training those people, not making them dependent on us. I mean, Joe, that's, that's, that's biblical stuff there. Yeah. That, that's straight from the Bible about, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat, okay? You don't work, you don't eat. And therefore, we're showing people, instead of giving them free stuff, we show them how to empower, we show them how to empower themselves and their villages. And by the way, we focus on the, mo the most remote villages where people don't even, most NGOs won't even go to. And you, and you and I come from that same kind of, that same spread, that same line that we want to go where other people don't go. We're not afraid of anything, you know, because we know that the Lord goes ahead of us to make the way. Well, you know, honestly, Charlie, uh, Lamento is a, a breath of fresh air. He's a breath of fresh air because he's a spirit-filled believer, just like me and you listening. Amen. But also he is doing more than just liking a Facebook post, resharing it. He is actually uh, right in the in the mouth of the lion, in the mouth of the beast, and he is here making a difference, and he is your hands, he is your feet, and Amen. Charlie, really, uh, you got to get your own podcast going, and we're going to promote his podcast if he gets one going on this show, we'll be promoting it, and we'll encourage you guys that you know what it is so you can follow him, because really he's a breath of fresh air. He's talking to us as Christians and believers about how we can do more than just pray. Come on now. More than we pray. can do more than just like and share, right. but we can actually be involved. We can be the hands and feet in Jesus Amen. in the heart yes. uh, of the lion mouth and make a difference where it counts. And, and right here in the UN, right here in, in these, these courtrooms, there's verbiage being written up. There's policies going out, and we're going to talk a lot about this next week, yes, right. that they, they will determine the direction of the life of men, women, and children that are Amen. that are unprotected, yeah. undefended, and we need light in these dark places. And Charlie, how important do you think it is for Christians to get involved in, is praying just enough? The answer, pr prayer is not just enough. In fact, what does the scripture say? You know, if people people come ask you for food or come ask you for clothing, what does the good Lord say? Go if, and be blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Go no. and be blessed and walk away. Oh, that's a nice thing. With all due respect, a lot of the people do that. Is they say, great work, Charlie. Great work this, great work that. But they don't do one other thing. 
So yes, prayer is important, but we need more involvement. And that is the church themselves needs to do more. Now, yes, I always say, why can't you share your, your treasures, your time and talents? Yes, we need money because all of our work is privately funded. But more, the three T's. The three T's. Treasure, time, and talent. Treasure, time, and talent. So if you're if you're a journalist, I need you to help me. I need a journalist. I need someone that I can trust, not just excited, uh, you know, zealous, and then they, they stay with you for one week and leave. I need a you know we need a photographer. We need someone to do office management that just will edit, edit, yeah, edit the stuff. Management. I need someone that will just do. My, my Twitter page that focuses only on this. See, when you got a team, look, that's why the Lord calls us to be in church. He says, always stay together, work together, help each other out. Now, my calling is the justice side. Yours is also part of that. You're preaching, you're leading people to Jesus. You're, you're encouraging others to do businesses and to succeed. You're empowering people, not making them dependent. We don't want to create more slaves, more dependency. You know, we want to create people that are empowered just to walk because we're Christians. We're made in the image and likeness of the living God. We're not weak. And yes, we have a lot of stuff coming against us, but we need to get stronger. Actually, when we are weak, we're strong, right? What's the word say about that? That's right, yeah. So our job is to keep, is to stay the course and never give up. Watch what words we're saying and, and really act. I want action. I mean, my, my personality is all about this, is promoting. I mean, that's what the Lord is, is really forcing me. I guess I guess I feel like, call it the, the Elijah anointing. I don't want to say I'm anointed in the Elijah anointing, but I, I feel like I have those same kind of callings. Yeah. You know, I, uh, in, in my in my pension where I was staying this weekend, this is this was really relevant. I see this picture of Jeremiah, and they call Jeremiah uh, a, a sad prophet because look, look at what the Lord called him to do. He, he called him... To go to the countries and and bust the people and what they were doing, like they were being complacent, they were not moving forward, they were they were they were compromising, and, and we're so seeing that in Europe. Yes, and, and, we're, and, and we're seeing that even and in America. the justice movement. Yeah. I mean, we got just as many people. Would you believe this? You, you, we have just as many people involved in advocacy. That's everything they're doing is contradicting it and making it harder to, to advance it. They can't see it; they're so blind. So. We're up against those kinds of issues. So I say this, I'm willing to do whatever the Lord calls me to do. We both are. This is why we're talking about this. This is why we're working on this here. But we want you all to know out there that Joe and I, we need your support in your prayers. We want you, you know, not just, oh, these are really nice guys doing good things. Each one of you also has an anointing, also has a purpose and a plan. And maybe it's this, we want you on our team somehow. Again, share, share your time and talents with us. Absolutely. They can invest their time, their talent, and their treasure. You know, I'm just so excited talking to you. And, you know, one of the main countries that I go to is Mongolia. And Mongolia is a, is a major hub of human trafficking. Sure. There's even cities on the border between China and Mongolia yeah, that are like worse. these prostitution cities worse, where yeah. women are sent there. And, and like you said, it's getting worse. Yeah. And those listening... Those Christians that are listening, and I hope you guys are all sharing this, please share this, they could get involved, not just by praying, and not just by giving, we're not talking about giving, but you could invest your time, you can invest your talent. The church has to be proactive. And when I find a man like you, I say, yes, somebody who's born of the same seed that I'm born of, you know, we're the same cloth, cut from the same cloth, we're action people, action, 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 so many Christians 
are, are just being lulled to sleep on Sundays by their sermons what does the Lord and their say discipleship about classes, what does he say about lukewarm? but there's no action. Yeah. And what it says about being lukewarm is I'd rather have you hot or cold because if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of your mouth. If you're, if the temperature is just right, you can sleep easily. And I do. If we it's do. too hot at night, you can't sleep. If it's too cold at night, you can't sleep. But when the temperature is lukewarm, it helps you sleep, and the church is sleeping. We need everyone listening to this, get involved. No, just like and share, but do you have a time? Do you have a talent? Offer do you have a us. treasure? Offer that to us. Offer that to, to Charlie Lamento. Offer that to, to Global Hope Network. Offer that to all nations. We'll connect. We'll make a team. We'll help women and children in Mongolia. And right. you just got back from Vietnam. Vietnam. You were just no, no, tell in, us Indonesia in January. Oh, Indonesia. Yeah. Unbelievable. What's tell going us on what's, there. what's going on in Indonesia right now? Okay, so so okay, relate. I was I was called called to go to Indonesia. By uh, she's a pretty famous lady. She's a CNN like one of the greats CNN uh, you know humanitarian, and her name's Ibu Hanna. They call her Mama Hanna. So I was invited to Indonesia this this past January, and the problem that Indonesia has is millions of children with no birth certificates. So you can imagine millions of children without birth certificates. They're also then if you don't have a birth certificate, you can't get a marriage certificate. So millions of people without marriage certificates, they can't have access. They don't have access to any any kind of benefits in Indonesia as they have. And so therefore, I was called to kind of help her with an, to put together more an effective policy um, to change that, so that th therefore, to How increase more of those people. How easy is it to people. human traffic a child yeah. if they have no identity? Well, it's very easy. They're stateless people. They have no documentation. Um, they don't have access to protection. They're, they're not wow. Indonesians under Indonesian law. So they're quite the most exploitable. The second, second or third thing that you're dealing with in Indonesia is you have the international community putting pressure on them because of this palm oil thing. I mean, Malaysia and Indonesia has, I believe, 85 percent of the palm oil production comes from these two countries. What One is palm point, oil used for? Like, tell me more. So for cook, 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 cooking oil, body products. Oh, like the cooking palm oil. Fuel, palm oil. That's yeah, correct. Palm okay. oil. I mean, it's, lots of us use it. Yes, it's not the best oil to use. It's high in cholesterol. But, 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 there are 1.5 million farmer families in Indonesia that do this. So what are you going to do, say, and the inter international community is doing this, they're saying, you know, demonizing this product, don't buy it. You know, not only is it bad for your health, but it's bad for the environment, the CO2 emissions, blah, 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 in including uh, the fact that it's hurting animals, you know, so it's ruining the forest, deforestation, and uh, running animals out of, out of the forest, so therefore animals don't have a place to live, so they're dying. So all these... And I'm not saying they're all that they're that they're all not true. There are part partial truths to these things, but nothing is serious enough to ban the entire product, one of the number one, you know, agricultural products that this country is exporting to the world. Come so on. So if you're if you're gonna ban a product like this because of uh, this overall cost benefit analysis, it's a it's a cost. There has to be some program in place to give these people another livelihood. Or they're going to be in severe uh, need, hunger. Yeah. So there's other things that can be done, but but if they don't find a replacement, there's going to be a severe uh, need there, and that's going to also foster more selling their children into the into human trafficking. Yes. Yes, that's right. So, so what is that? I mean, again, this is where you have some you know, contradiction at its worst. Is where you have the international community trying to help Indonesia as a developing country. And at the same time, putting pressure on them 
to get rid of like their number one agricultural product that they export. I mean, and, and thirdly, I guess you'd say the big pro the next problem that they have is, you know, children four years old, four and five year old will work for the family farm. This is a cultural thing, Joe. Okay. So you can't walk in there and say, which most of us would agree, these kids need to be in school. But you also can't let a family starve. This is culture. This is a tradition. So it's not necessarily, they're not, they're hiring, not so, hiring strangers so to do Europe this. So Europe would come in and say, your child can't work with you on the, your own farm. That's right. So they're saying. Really butting into this go family to school, unit, no culture work. unit. That's right. And so. In the name of human rights. That's right. That's right. So they're, they're saying, this is bad. So, of course, Indonesia's families and communities are going to go crazy if, in fact. So here's the hook. The hook is. If, if Indonesia takes money or influence or anything, any kind of humanitarian aid from the international community, they may be called to obey and to follow, be, have these rules, these international rules, create human, collective human rights, by the way, imposed on their country, and they won't note until it's too late. So that's another part, that's another aspect where I feel called, I, sh I should say, I, you would call me the Jeremiah spirit in that I feel like it's up to me to help being drawn to. Lord has drawn me to developing countries to show them, hey, let me help you negotiate your, your contracts with these international groups so we can make sure that that's not going to be imposed. These yeah. kind of rules are not going to be imposed on you that contradict your traditions and cultures. So we need righteous people in place right here in Europe, right here in the UN and the Human Rights Council and everything to bring righteous uh, seed and righteous light godly into this fruits. godly fruits into these processes and policies but how many people are there like you from the kingdom of God from the church filled with the spirit like you are here doing this how many and you're do you see them everywhere you go or how's it no it's it's the exception to the rule I would say I mean yes there are many NGO non-profit I've been here for three weeks and I have barely met any believers yeah, there are two kinds that you'll find. You'll find believers that are working in the human rights field, and they're compromising truth, so they're promoting things that you know that are not biblical truths about man and woman, and about just how you know economic values and how to raise a family, how to raise, how to rear your children, education. I mean, they're affecting every. You know, the international uh, community is again imposing these these quite you know dramatic new new kinds of ideologies. So. Again, you have you have Christians that are compromising and c compromising the Word of God by in, supporting uh, some of these issues. So you have them, and they're not 100 percent, you know, bad. They, they they do some good work, and then you have people, including like myself, that are not willing to compromise. So therefore, most of us are very silent, uh, and also trying to find out really what's going on, and then how can we affect policy uh, by you know bringing heaven on earth, right? That is, uh, bringing the kingdom truth into all of this and so I feel like that's my calling and there are many others out there I think but they're few and far between and few and far between I think it's true that we we have to be uh, we have to be very cautious and careful we have to be diplomatic about it and I guess that's the kind of training the Lord is bringing me through now and preparing others like me in this issue because developing countries are going to be easily misled because they're going to take the food or the money or the resources and, and, and you might have leaders because that are going to compromise right? yeah. because they want to eat. Wow. Well, we're so glad to have you on the show today, yeah, uh, Charlie Lamento. 
and you have a Twitter feed and uh, different different uh, things that we can follow, and I'll post that on the on anif.brussprout.com. We'll post it on there so people can follow you, and we're going to record uh, some more next week and get into more details of these things. We're so excited to have you on the show today. I hope we get more people out. I might even push and promote this pro- podcast, you know, through through boosting, so more people can hear what you have to say. Because your ministry and your profession is a vital voice, a prophetic voice of Jeremiah, crying in the wilderness in a dark place, Amen. and you need the church praying for you, giving, and people giving time, talent, and treasures. I agree. And I pray that God give you more. I'll help you in any way I can. My yeah. team will help you in any way we can. But we need to be that light in the dark place. And that just doesn't mean um, don't cuss when you go to work at Starbucks. <laughs> That's not what it means. Right. It means finding those dark places of influence right. and then shining the light of God's glory. Right. And we can see the nation's turn for Jesus Christ because we've been given that authority. But we need people in positions like Charlie, like me. And like we are inviting you to be in, yes, you can be the extension, you could be the virtual office, we need new you could be the partner, you could be involved. We need new leaders. And and, and we at, at All Nations in National Church, at Living Proof, at Global Hope, we have a platform for you to get involved. Get connected with us. In, we love you. God love bless you. you. Thanks for tuning in Thank today. You. Thanks, Joe. Love you guys. God bless you. We had to stop the recording at that point, but you might be listening right now and you say, Pastor Joey, I wanted to pray that prayer. If I was there, I would have prayed with you. I'd like to pray right now, as a matter of fact. I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus as my Savior and my Lord and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way. Like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, when I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation. And now it's time to trust a higher power. Well, there is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And through him, you can turn from your way of doing things to his way. And his way is the right way because he made you. And he made you for a purpose. And he knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins, deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle. And if you'd open up your heart to him right now, together with me, God can begin a new work in your life. So just pray with me wherever you're at, whether you're driving your car, whether you're at home, uh, wherever you are, just just pray with me and repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe that your son died for my sins. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead. From this day forward, I belong to you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. I'd like you to contact me and we can send you some more resources and materials that can help you start this new life because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com and we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path. Maybe help you find some local churches there online or something, or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening, and feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.